Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. On your next trip to the county or state fair, take a look around the poultry barn to see all the different birds that you can find. I'm Taylor Schaefer for the Midwest Farm Report, and there are over 2,000 different breeds and styles of poultry that range in color, size, and beauty. These extravagant birds are shown as exhibition poultry at local, statewide, and national shows. I had a chance to meet with Melissa Leonard Flannery, who's the Iowa County Poultry Superintendent. Melissa, let's dive a little deeper into preparation before the fair. What do these birds really eat? Is there a special mix of protein or other nutrients? And how do you get them visually ready to go to a fair or another show? As far as feed goes, you won't put a young bird on layer feed until they start laying. And really any chicken grower feed, meat bird feeds, any poultry feed is designed in balance. So they can be on any of those. Some breeders will prefer actually to feed cat food because it will change eye color and be higher protein. So I have heard people that feed cat food to their chickens. I have fed cat food to my chickens only the week before they go to show because the coloring in the cat food does transition to their eyes. You can feed scratch grains and a whole bunch of other things that you will see people adding to their feeds, but it really does not need to be anything special giving the bird the space so they aren't ruining their feathers, but also not commingling them with many other birds because birds have pecking orders and they do like to fight um, and establish that dominance, especially your males. So actually being able to cage train them to being in a smaller space, but not so small that it's going to damage feathers is actually more important that you're not allowing other birds to ruin. We call them rooster nuggies. So if you have a rooster that's jumping on the female and he will shred her feathers on her back, she's not going to show well. So you really are going to separate your males from your females. The females do okay in groups, not huge groups, but you'll separate them. And then I prefer to do it a week before the show. I will bathe my chickens. And so you'll give them a bath, treat them for any parasites that they might have. So you're not taking that with you to the fair and you'll give them a bath, but then you want to give them the time to go through their feathers all over again with their oil gland and re-fix everything. So then they're all shined up and good to go. Growing up, raising livestock, this question has been on my mind since we started talking earlier. Once you're done showing these birds, what do you really do with them? Do they go back to the farm? Are they used for meat? Some of them are used for meat. There are swaps, and there's a large population of people in Wisconsin that do do chickens. And so if I have females that didn't make the cut as a breeder, so she's not pretty enough for me to keep. If I have the space and can keep her as a laying hen, I will. There's nothing wrong with her eggs. She'll be a great layer. If I don't have the space for her, I will sell her as a laying hen. She'll go somewhere else. I don't keep extra birds to feed for the point of just feeding them. And so my males, I would sell for meat, somebody that would like to butcher him and have him as a stew, a stew bird that he's totally okay for that. But I will keep my best birds just for my breeding pen. So then you will set up pens for your winter hatching season. 
so many females to so many males, and then you can rotate your males through different cages. So you don't want to just keep one male because if he was to die, now you have females that are just layers because you can't use them as breeders without a male. So you'll keep a few extra males, more females, and then you can set up your breeding pens and hatch through the winter. Hopefully the idea is you can hatch enough that you can maybe sell some and make a little extra money, but you're just trying to create enough so that you have enough to pick from coming in on the new year. An order that prohibited the movement of poultry to all live events to help prevent the spread of highly pathogenic avian influenza has been lifted by the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. Now that that order is no longer in effect, poultry shows may resume, including at Wisconsin's county and state fairs later this summer. Melissa shares her thoughts on whether poultry exhibitors will attend. I think that it's going to depend on the type of exhibitor. When we go to county fairs, you have kids that are your exhibition poultry kids, and they have put years and years and years into all of the work that goes in with getting that bird from hatch. You know, they hatched it. They had the parents. They hatched it. They've raised them. They've been working on those genetics and that project for years and years and years. Those kids will tell you it's not worth it. My birds are staying at home and staying safe. I'm not taking them to the county fair and I'm not commingling them anywhere that they could possibly get anything. You do have some kids, they have a backyard flock, taking chickens to the fair just for fun. They will give those probably a bath and and bring those because they're probably at home free ranging. There's The exposure that they're having at home is no different than the exposure they would have at the county fair. So I think that you will have birds coming back. They might not be the best birds. There's some kids that are going to bring their birds, but they're not going to bring their best birds. And then after they get done at the fair, they're going to get put in a separate building under quarantine for two weeks and then maybe reintroduced to the flock. So it just depends on how much risk that person wants to take. Again, that's Melissa Leonard Flannery with us sharing more about what it takes to raise exhibition poultry. She says that the poultry project is great for exhibitors with a backyard flock who want to get involved for fun, but there's also a world of possibilities for those working to match the American Poultry Association's standard of perfection. Not only is Melissa the poultry superintendent for Iowa County, she also has experience judging various poultry shows throughout her career. She shares a piece of advice for exhibitors on their next show day. You see when you walk through the county fair all these kids that have beef blowing out all the hair and you have kids that have dairy cows that are giving them, that are clipping them. Um, We do have the same process that goes on for chickens. So the day of the show, they will clean up their legs with usually like baby wipes. They'll wipe them down, get all the poop off of them. And they wipe them down with Vaseline and oil to really make that face shine, really make the legs shine, really make them look healthy and happy and all of those things. And the thing that I will suggest as a judge to all of our exhibitors is to take the feed away in the morning. Not that we want you to starve your birds, but they do not have the muscles in their esophagus to swallow. So if they've been eating and drinking a lot and then I pick them up to examine them, they puke all down my white coat. So it's helpful to not have them having food and water in their stomach right before the show. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Taylor Schaefer.